It's uh, Mike and uh, Brad coming at you guys with another podcast. And today, Brad, who do we have? We've got Escote here. That's not my name. That's your stage name. Well, that's, that's my stage that's name? That's your stage name. That's my stage name? Uh, I, I was not informed of this. Uh, oh, well. Okay. Are you okay with this, Scott? <laughs> I'm okay with the stage name. I mean, hey, you know, I got to keep my stripper identity safe. So, you know, as well as, as long as I'm only known as that, you know, I guess I'm okay. Got to protect the family. But, but not Scott. <laughs> God damn it. I've said it twice now, so you're outed. <laughs> I just need to know, am I going with Escote <laughs> or <fine>. Scott? <laughs> I'm sorry, but also your social security number is uh, 518... It's 518-670291. I don't know if he's lying <laughs> or telling the truth. Anywho. And you only one way to find out, all you scammers out there. So, so Escate, mm -hmm. or Scott, if I may. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, for the audience. Uh, all right. I am a... Uh semi-brown individual that lives in a certain state of the Canadian provinces. Um, that's... <laughs> I, no. don't, I don't appreciate you lying to our viewers, to our audience. No, so my name's uh, Scott. I am uh, Brad's brother-in-law. married his sister, I guess. You're not his brother because he doesn't have one. Uh, that'd be impossible. I play video games when I got time, watch TV when I can. I'm okay with sports, but past that, I'm just a pretty lazy average Joe. That's also half brown. Just make sure that's very important. <laughs> you know what? We're you, getting our quota out there. Yeah. <laughs> Diversity, you, man. Yeah. I, I do have to say, you kind of fit into this uh, our group of friends pretty well. I mean, other than the half Spanish, but, you know, just most of our friends are white, I guess. Hey, you know, ever since Brown versus Board, everyone's been trying to diversify, so, you know. <laughs> this is why, this is why we want him on the podcast. This is great. It's like the episode of The Office, the diversity check or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, welcome. Thank you for coming. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You're welcome. He's so nice. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's, that's how you can tell he married into my family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He he's so nice. It, it, like usually, when, like when Gay Joe is here, you're just he, well. Just he's... wait till you have a different opinion than I do. Well, well, you'll see my other side. Oh, this is getting juicy. Uh, All right. Well, like Ash Ketchum, I'll put my hat the right way, and then we'll be down to some serious business. Quick, favorite Pokemon. Uh, favorite Pokemon would be not as quick as I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Squirtle, cause Squirtle Squad, season one of Pokemon Indigo League. All right. That's why you're wrong. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. all right. Brad, favorite Pokemon? Go. Gyarados. <sighs> God, you it's actually Gyarados? I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> Gyro? Gyrodos? Gyrodos. China. China. Uh Anywho, we, we really digress. Purple. Um, so, uh, Brad, why did we bring Scott onto the podcast today? You brought up an idea for, for this. What... Go ahead. Yeah, so Go ahead. we uh, had this idea of going and seeing uh, Dora in theaters. Mm-hmm. So we figured... Because because mainly my car is a Ford Explorer, and we my grandma named it Dora, Dora yeah. the Explorer. Thank you. <laughs> 
So, so anyway, you had this that's idea. That's what we call a sad clap for helping someone out. Yeah. 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 So we had this idea to go ahead and, and watch Dora. Well, we figured it would be good to bring our Hispanic friend along, uh, number one, so we could understand the words in it. Translation's important, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So today we decided we would all just, uh, we jumped into Scott's van, went to Costco, loaded up on some candy, found a park. Grabs two random kids, so it didn't look as weird. Also, and, uh, I want to point out. I want to point out this is a white van, unmarked. So you know, it's perfect <laughs> for the scenario. In I, hindsight, it probably would have been easier if we just brought our own. Yes, yeah, that's true. I, <laughs> as as the one who doesn't have any kids, I'm uncomfortable with this conversation. <laughs> like, which is funny because you got the most kids in the van. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I was going to bring up the fact before I got into the van, I was eating a Kit Kat, so it just kind of worked. Which you did not break a piece off for me. I know. I, oh, next time. Next time, Scott. Yeah. Hey, Escate, I got you next time. Okay? Uh, I, I'm sorry. Next time is not now time. Ooh, that's good. That's a good. This uh, this has a derail. <laughs> All right, so Dora the Explorer. By Dora the, the Explorer. All right. Nice segue. Yeah, nice segue to Dora the Explorer, the lost yeah. city of gold. Lost city of gold. The lost city of gold. Uh, overall, Brad, what did you think of the movie? Good, bad, nay? Indifferent. I'm not going to give it any... Ew. For a random movie, it was not good. Okay. For a kid's movie, I could see how it could be entertaining. Okay. Let's just put it out there. What they did with this movie is what I hope to God they don't do with Sonic, which I know they will. So, <laughs> all right, that's fair. Escate, uh, what did you think? You know, every time you say it, it sounds a little bit more racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, over okay. So I'll give you I'll give you two versions of this. Okay, three versions of this. Okay. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, these two sort themselves out. For for uh, a straight, completely heterosexual with occasional homosexual fantasies, <laughs> dude. <laughs> the movie was good for a kid. I would not watch this movie again unless my child absolutely wanted to put it on and was beating their skull into the wall. For for a parent, because I am a parent, uh, observing other children enjoy this movie and the the few tropes they had in their four parents. Um, it did make it bearable enough that I found good humor in there, but it's not something that's definitely, it's definitely not going to win any awards except for maybe like a teen's choice award for crappy movie of the year. <laughs> or it may get slimed. Oh, it's slimed it. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in all fairness, if you go on to Fandango, you'll see that it has like an 88% fresh tomato rating, which, Right. Yeah, I'll pull. Okay, I because I checked it earlier before we uh, before we went and watched the movie. I mean, I'd liked a, there were there were a couple great moments in there. Some moments that were just like super comical and were really slapstick humory. But overall, it's definitely not going to be something that's going to be in a history book. So I'll watch it again after someone gifts it to one of my kids because I sure as hell won't buy it for my kids. So I mean, yeah, that's. Pretty basic for me, so. I, I honestly, Scott, think you said it best when you said gauging the reaction of kids was great because they're laughing. Yeah. But looking over at the two people sitting next to me shaking their heads. 
<laughs> just tells you how much you're going to watch it after that. Yep. And Mike? Hey, Mike, Um, besides what's, within your, what's in your mouth, what's in your brain about this movie? <laughs> wow. He's really good at this. I really enjoy this. Um, Honestly, so I, I kind of went into this movie with a different perspective. You guys are parents. I am not. I'm also the youngest out of the three of us right now. Let me ask one question before I get into this. Brad, have you have you ever seen Dora the Explorer? Like, sit down and watch it yes. without your kids? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Escate, uh, what about you? Uh, I watched a buttload with my younger sister, but I enjoyed every single second of it. I watched it in the States where it's in English with occasional Spanish translation, and then I've also watched it in Guatemala where it's in Spanish with English word translation. And yes, they do that. Oh, okay. So I I grew up on on Dora the Explorer. So like I said, I went in with a different perspective. I I went in with a different perspective, and that was kind of kind of the same way you've always uh, had the perspective of Transformer movies, where you don't go to a Transformer movie. I'm I pointed at Brad. You don't go into a Transformer movie, you know, expecting a Oscar worthy performance or yeah. any awards. You went for fighting robots and shit blowing up i went and beautiful in, women Don't and forget. and beautiful women and cars and you know the usual stuff i went into this movie hoping for the usual door the explorer like antics and I, honestly i wasn't disappointed uh i rather enjoyed the movie it's not something i would seek out ever again but if it was on i would be like oh i remember this this was fun uh, but overall, I thought it was decent enough, especially for a Nickelodeon movie. You oh know. yeah, that was a hard Nickelodeon movie. They they <laughs> let you know at the beginning that it was a Nickelodeon movie. And if it does not get slimed at the end of this year, then Nickelodeon did not do a bad enough job on this movie. Yeah. I wish kids' movies were smarter, in a way. But it did have that, like, it felt like a uncharted video game a tomb raider game where it had those like puzzles to solve and how the puzzles were solved were kind of smart like the whole moon thing i thought was pretty sweet but overall it's just it was a kid's movie and i mean that it also referenced to one of the greatest original computer game not original but one of the greatest computer games i ever played uh which was pitfall uh, one of the kids made a reference to that game, which seemed super outdated for him, but he also seemed like the kind of kid that stayed in his parents' basement and looked up retro games like that. So Yeah, I would agree. That yeah. was uh, Reggie, if I remember right. Or... Uh, he was generic white boy. Oh. Um, that's what I'm going to call him. Okay, that's fair. So GWB, for so, short. So overall, we have two Miz and one... It was all right. Kind of, kind of thing. I guess all three, mass, but overall, red box it. Just another thing. Uh, I looked it up. It's an eighty-three percent fresh tomato rating now on Fandango. So uh, it's a six point one on IMDb. Well, no one cares about that place. <laughs> Moving on. Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> shots fired. I, IMDb. If you want to sponsor this, we'll kick Scott off. I guess. Nah, it's okay. Uh, but anyway. Work with your uh, anyways. Who wants to go over the story of it? Or the well, generic story. That. Okay, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Um, I do have to say, Dora was perfectly cast. I yes. would agree. Perfectly yeah. cast. The, mm-hmm. I can't say that about the rest of the cast. No, 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 no. Dora's dad. 
Dora's dad was perfectly yes, cast. Yes, I will agree with that. But I'm saying in general. I can't say the, the whole yeah, cast. No. But Dora, perfectly cast. Yeah. Yeah. I concur with that. Yeah. I, I would agree. But we'll get into a little bit of that later. But overall, what's the story, I guess? I'll break it down for you. All right. So I knew he would. I knew he <laughs> That's would. That's why we brought him here. Yeah. All right. So buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be about 20 minutes to watch a hour and 45 minute movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. First scene, you see Dora as a young child playing with her cousin, Diego. Of course, you can't forget about Diego because the Diego show was just as good as the Dora show. In fact, I would argue it's better because it was about rescuing animals, not just looking for crap. It, it taught a lesson for Look, the little ones. Dora was a lost little girl proving a stereotype that Hispanic women don't know where they're going. Okay, That's all Dora was as, as a kid's TV show. Diego was about doing shit. Okay? Fight me on that. I I didn't know that was a stereotype. Uh, you do now. <laughs> yeah, you know now. I, all right, go on. I'm learning <laughs> new things. This is educational. <laughs> okay, so uh, Dora and Diego playing. Uh, turns out that Diego's mom is moving to uh, what's known as the city, which uh, by the map I would assume is San Diego, but they keep referring it to as the city. I'm using air quotations, by the way. That's why I'm changing my voice. It's called italics. Um... <laughs> Uh, um, so he moves away. They're all like, oh, we're so sad. I just want to point something out that's very important in this moment is Diego and Dora split a candy bar and say, we'll see each other later. I'll miss you. Uh, so Diego disappears, cuts to 10 years in the future. Dora's now like, I, don't, I would say like 16, 17 is when she was supposed to be. Yeah, probably 16. Um, and, uh, so she's all like. I'm going to just be here in the jungle hanging out. Oh my gosh, I stumbled on this thing that my parents are talking called Parapata. Uh, I'm going to butcher that because it's Incan and not Spanish. I just want to point that out to both of you right now. Just because it's in a Spanish-type movie. What? That was a motherfucking Incan word. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We did not hey, assume that at all. Well, don't right, bring Brad? me on here to be the color and assume that everything in the movie <laughs> is Spanish. <laughs> okay, so you are assuming something. You're right. You're right. <laughs> This was all Brad's idea. I said, I, as a producer of this podcast, I said, yes, let's do this. As a, as a white male heterosexual producer, he said, yes, bring in diversity so we could talk about a movie about diversity. How did that go so wrong for me? <laughs> He's good at this. I'll, we should keep him. We'll but keep but him. as a friend, like not like a, like a weird... <laughs> <laughs> no one took it there. I wasn't even going to take it there. You took it there. All right, listen, okay. He's turned you into the more racist one. All right, white people, I'm going to lay you down real quick. We're going to take a break from Dora the Explorer. This is going to be a racial PSA real quick. <laughs> white people, don't feel bad about the past, okay? Just, as long as you don't, as long as you don't glorify it, nobody gives a shit, okay? The only people that give a shit are the people who are racist themselves. Okay? And yes, black people, Hispanic people, yellow people, green people, purple people, they're all racist. They got racism in them too, okay? And you can tell by my accent, I just switch everywhere I want to go, okay? So, do a Russian accent. <laughs> okay, me friends, I'm good. That's not the Russian accent that I was hoping for. Um, so, you know, real, real talk, real, white people, it's okay. 
that, you know, bad stuff happened in the past, guess what? As long as you don't perpetuate that, you're fine. Don't worry about racial stereotypes. Just be a good person to everyone else, regardless of what they look like. Then you won't be racist, okay? That's the problem. They want to be racist. They want to drag it down the mud. That's their problem. I do that because I'm an asshole, but (laughs) (laughs) that's just me. Okay, PSA over. Okay, back to the story. So, Dora's all going, I'm just exploring, woohoo! And then she goes like, oh my gosh, there's a hole in the wall. We're gonna go through here, and boom, bats! Oh my gosh, I hope you're not scared of bats or jump scares, because that's like the best jump scare of the whole day. Of, yep, the whole thing. Uh, she goes in, oh my gosh, I found like this little gold statue. It's got a map on it. Her parents are like, that's really cool. We're gonna take your discovery and take credit for it, like all the white people have done to us Hispanic people. Um, so... Her parents are also Hispanic. Exactly. They're perpetuating racism to her daughter. The, what? Who knew there's <laughs> an underlying Nickelodeon racism? Of- no, no, Nickelodeon was written by a white guy, most likely, so he didn't realize he was doing that. I can't wait to look We're it gonna up. We're going to fact check this. Uh, fa- fact check it, okay? While you uh, go on. Okay, so, um, so like, okay, white guy? White guys. Old white, <laughs> older white guy? White, white old, guys. Older, old, older, older white men? That guy, uh, that guy looks like JFK if, like, he was slightly more modern. And also a lead singer of a band. My point is proven correct. Okay. So uh, they're all like, we'll take the credit for your find. We're going to send you to the, quote, city with your cousin Diego because uh, you need to start talking to people because you are talking to a monkey and you're a little weird. Cause you need to get kids. cultured. Yeah. So she goes uh, to the city, San Diego. Which, from Peru, I should say, because the map, at least the map on that little montage was like, they're in Peru, boom, she goes to San Diego, California. While there, she has uh, her social awkward moments where she doesn't realize she's being social awkward. It's one of those, like, really, like, cringy moments where, like, ooh, you don't realize that you're a weirdo, but you are, and kids are terrible to one another. Uh, Anyways, so she ends up uh, meeting up with her cousin, Diego. Uh, she's like, oh my gosh, remember that candy bar we broke, in, broke apart 10 years ago? I still have it, and it is definitely covered in mold. And he's like, I, I mine like 10 seconds later. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so he walks out of the room, and this is probably the worst part about the whole movie. She eats that 10-year-old candy bar covered in mold and mildew and who knows what. Probably like fungal spores. I would argue it was one of the grossest. Not the worst, though. No, that's that's bad. That's just bad hygiene. You don't teach kids that. No, but I have. You're I, teaching kids that Nickelodeon. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. We'll get to the part that I'm sure uh, we'll figure out what part you think is the worst part. Yep. Is it the the yep the quicksand? No. No. Well. Uh, just okay. 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 I okay got we'll stuff get to say. We'll get to the quicksand. Don't worry, everyone. This is ASMR now. Um, <laughs> you can cut that. <laughs> both both him and Gage have done ASMR. Okay. Uh, so that's where she's introduced to two people, the most hated girl that's also considered the smartest, who she kind of like feels challenged as like an alpha female kind of thing. Because she's class president and... Uh, super smart, uh, like... Teacher's patch through and through <clears throat> kind of thing, generic. Yeah. Not white. They kept the movie very diverse. In fact, the only white person that was really worth noting was the other teenage boy that was introduced. Uh, Reggie, I believe. I don't remember the girl's name. You're going to... It's going to stop me. Uh, anyway, so she meets both of them, and Diego's pretty much like, you don't want to hang out with her, she's, like, everyone hates her, and then they pass by Reggie, and he's like, you don't want to hang out with him, uh, he's like, he gets beaten up. And Randy. Randy, not Reggie. Yeah. Come on, Scott. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Randall's a better name for him. Okay. So, Randy 
and Sammy are introduced. They showed a couple moments where she kind of starts feeling down on herself. She, like, is in contact with her parents, but all of a sudden they go dark. Then, like, a winter dance happens, and it's like, dress as your favorite star, which to all normal people is, hey, dress up as your favorite actor or actress or song person. Or, or, or as Diego dressed up as freaking Messi, or one of his friends as Pele, just pointing that out. I pointed both of the things. Or, or yeah, I know, Sammy's I know. thing. Oh, yeah, Sammy's thing. Sammy's costume, which was... Uh, Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Was that what that was supposed <laughs> to be? Bader Ginsburg. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I thought that was Dora. But... <laughs> like, quick glance, I thought that was Dora. But, like... Th- By the way, this movie is very predictable. Because when, when the banner shows, like... Uh, oh, win- you thought Winter she Festival. as a star? I absolutely thought she was And she dressed as a star. Yeah. She dressed as the I, sun. Yeah. But, but when... I thought that was the like oh they they turned it up kind of a bit where she dressed as the judge and you're just like oh that's that's cool like yeah strong female women kind of thing but no uh, I was just wrong. I just want to point out Mike likes strong female women in his life. Uh, also, I have none. So that's... Um, also I want to point out the fact that two girls that were in the movie that were around the same age that had similar skin color you misidentified them uh, um, because they were in costume. <laughs> Checkmate. Because <laughs> they were in costume. You're right. You're right. If you put mascot heads on people, you can definitely mis- misidentify them. Oh, wait. Their heads weren't covered. One had glasses. One also had... <laughs> <laughs> Going back to it. So she dresses as a star. It's a, your typical awkward high school dance. No one wants to dance with each other because they all got cooties. Anyway, so Dora's like, okay, no one's dancing. I'm going to go out and dance. And she does her traditional dances of animals. So she does uh, what's called the peacock, and I hear the elephant. I don't know if she said another one or something like that. So she starts dancing. She does all the traditional animal dances, uh, and that just makes her go like, oh, my gosh, Diego, you know these dances. Come on. And Diego's like, you're ruining my life because high school is terrible, and everyone's laughing at me now because I'm an emotional boy that can't get his emotions out because my dad never beat me properly. Um, (laughs) Hey, Brad. Hey, Scott, real quick, earmuffs. Earmuffs. Hey, Brad, was this a good idea? I, I'm questioning everything. This was your now. idea. Hey, man, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Earmuffs off. You guys really should have, one of you should have opted telling the story because this is going to take about another 30 minutes to get to the rest uh, of it. Speed through it. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, get to the um, museum. Anyways, they kind of like emotions are falling apart. She's reeling like she's being a weirdo. They go to the museum. Um, these four, they're like told to get in groups of four. They aren't able to because everyone thinks they're weird or awkward or stupid. Um, so these four, uh, Diego, the- Dora, uh, Randy, and Sammy, um, are all like, oh, fine, we'll do this stupid scavenger hunt together. And this lady's like, hey, I'll help you find the oldest thing. It's in the Egyptian thing down below. They go down below because Dora's like, hey, guys, let's try to do something together. I'm trying to help you guys out. And it ends she's up- like, come on, vominos. And... <laughs> That's... I'm going to let that one slide, because as you know, audience members, racism isn't good. Um... <laughs> That's like her catchphrase. It's like, <laughs> it's like, hi, see Dora. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay. So so they, they're at the museum. Yeah, they're at the museum. They go downstairs. Uh, it turns out that lady was an evil lady. I think she had a Russian. Did you hear a Russian accent from her? 
or like some like Eastern European. Yeah, something like, like that. They no little bird. No, you get stuck. No, not shouldn't say that. But it was, <laughs> but it sounded like an Eastern European kind of accent to uh-huh. me. Um, and she gets like pushed into this crate that the other three have gone to hide in because she got caught. And then they drop like a gas bomb in there, knocks him out. By the way, so to the gas bomb. So they drop the gas bomb. All four of the main characters are in the crate, mm-hmm. right? They drop the gas bomb in. And then one of the bad guys starts to say stuff. And it's like, the kids are already knocked out. You're saying this to no one. I just thought that was a funny moment where it's like, oh, we're going to use you to find the parents. And it, like, next scene is like them sleeping. It's like, okay. That's called an issue with continuity. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know. Obviously, the Russo brothers did not direct this movie. There was multiple issues yeah. with that yes. in this movie. Uh, there's one at the very end that I want to talk about that's just like a random one. But... Um, so they get knocked out, they wake up, they're in Peru, getting offloaded off a plane. The three other ones besides Dora are freaking out. Uh, she's like, it's okay, I'll save us. And there's that awesome moment from the trailer, which she pulls out a knife from her backpack, and uh, Sam is like, oh great, Dora brought a knife on the, on the field trip. Um, <laughs> um, wow, verbatim. <laughs> it's almost like I heard it like six times because of the trailer. So she pokes her head out, ends up, they end up render, uh, rendezvousing with this guy named Alejandro, uh, they escape from the box with him. Uh, he's uh, he's claiming to be a professor to uh, that he knows Dora's parents and that he was trying to help them. Um, so they have to run through. Introduce like okay, so we saw earlier Boots, which was like this animated monkey thing that you've seen in the trailers. Swiper shows up for no reason, which I want to point okay. out. This is another continuity issue that he appeared at the very beginning when as they were, the make-believe as, thing as a make-believe thing when, when Dora and Diego are like the six. exact make-believe it, character the again exact same and he's voiced by Benicio Del Toro yeah and he just like went like he could, I don't think he could hold an accent he kept going like hey man I don't know what you're talking about man he like, kept doing like that he kept doing that and I'm like what is this racism what is what is this? How is, how is that racism? Oh, no, okay, he he is. But then he would go this whole accent. Then he would just like switch back to like, hey, I don't know what that is. This is really weird. Hey, man, I don't know what you're doing, man. You better calm down, man. It's like, what? Just pick one, Benicio. Like, he's a great... Okay, anyways. I loved him in Star Wars uh, The Last Jedi. Nobody loved The Last Jedi. <laughs> go on. So, okay. <laughs> so they they end up escaping uh, through a couple shenanigans. There's yeah, Swiper shows up. Uh, the bad guys are chasing them. They lose them in a cornfield. They're like, okay, we're gonna go find them. So they drive, find Dora's uh, parents' car parked on the side. They're like, oh look, this awesome mark. So they start following it into the woods. They end up, they find Dora's parents' base camp. Um, they see that they're like, it's been ransacked. They're like, oh crap, they've been here. We gotta, we gotta move somewhere else. Lots of shenanigans. The, happen, this shenanigans, shenanigans are happening. They end up getting chased by the lost guardians of this uh, Incan city called Parapata. I think they call them like Los Perdones. Uh, I don't remember how they said uh, guardians because that's a word that escapes me right now. Just uh, like that. Yeah, but lost the lost <laughs> guardians. Uh, you don't see any of them. You just they just get attacked by a whole bunch of arrows. Um, they roll down a hill. They yell at each other a little bit. Dora feels like poop. Uh, they find out that the bad guys got ahead of them. They're spying on them for a few seconds. And they're like, oh crap, we gotta get going this way, because they're going this way. Um, so they start going this other way. They end up... Um, have, there's like a quicksand moment. They meet up this old crazy Incan lady. She's like, I can lead uh, the kids that don't want to be here back home. 
the kids that you that want to keep going go down that path. Uh, the kids that are like, oh, Randy and Sam are like, oh, let's get out of here. Uh, they realize that she's actually one of the guardians. So they're like, oh, crap. So they have to run back and try to save her, save uh, Dora, Diego, and Alejandro. And they go through like this like weird hallucinogenic moment where she turns into the cartoon character Dora. Yes. Uh, and, it's, and it's definitely a moment. Um, Alejandro strips naked at this moment. You don't see anything but his, uh, his uh, perfectly animated uh, ass crack. Um, as uh, Nickelodeon would say. Would they? <laughs> no, they I, I don't think they would. So he runs off. Considering the censorship of, of this movie, I would uh, agree they wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely uh, not. So Dora and Diego are like all animated, and then they kind of wake up from the stream because Randy and Sammy find them. Uh, they're like, oh my gosh, thank you for saving us. Um, so they start walking again. They're in, like in the mountain range. They go through a jungle puzzle, as Randy calls it, and almost drowns them, and then he saves them, um, which was all right. Uh, they end up washing ashore because of this, like, weird water aqueduct jungle puzzle thing. Water um, slide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a, a, a fancy water slide um, that brings death sometimes. We uh, should open up our own theme park. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this will already be in a theme park. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. The door experience. I can't, I can't wait for the door experience where you have to shit in a hole. <laughs> we gotta sing the song with it. Yeah. <laughs> gotta dig the hole for the poop hole. <laughs> or something like that. Go ahead. Um, they, wash, they wash ashore to Dora's parents' like, new base camp where they've been like hiding out. Um, they're like, oh my gosh! And they're like, yeah, and Alejandro brought us here. And they're like, who's Alejandro? You know your friend. And they're like, that book was stolen. That- we don't have friends. Yeah, we live in a jungle. They're not uh, like us. And then he, it's like, He's like, hey, I'm Alpha Leader. Come find us. And like, boom, they're there. Um, all, all of his bad guys. Spoiler alert. Uh, there's been spoilers for like the last 30 minutes while he's been talking. Ah, uh, late spoiler alert. <laughs> Go ahead. By the way, that part irritated me. That, that was the biggest continuity issue that I hate with most movies. When they just showed up? When it's like, for one, they're just talking like, who's this Alejandro person? He's standing there the whole flipping time. Like, as they were swimming up, why weren't they like, no, who's no, no, this guy? No. He was still right? in the water. No. I'll, go, I'll go one step further on that continuity issue. Dora, like, washes ashore, makes all this noise. Everyone else is in the water before... No, Randy was the last one. But yeah. everyone else is in the water, apparently underwater, trying to get up for air. But they all wash ashore to the same point. But you don't see any struggle behind Dora. You just see Dora. She has enough time to stand up, address her parents, and then Diego shows up. And it's the same thing. Nothing behind him. And then Sammy. And then Randy. And finally Alejandro just shows up. There's no water bubbles behind him. There's nothing. There's nothing going on. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. But then, when he's like alpha team leader, they literally walk out two seconds later. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. They've been there the whole time. They've been there the whole time. Anyways, uh, so Alejandro's the bad guy. He's the main bad guy. And he's like, I've outsmarted the girl. That was really good. Yeah, because he's, yeah. Anyways, um, he's definitely, uh, I'll take a quote from Rick and Morty. He's a beta male sexist. Um, So, at least that's, that's the vibe I got off of him. So they, uh, then he's like, ah, now you're my prisoners. We'll help. We're going to open the door for me. And so he's got them all tied up. They're all walking in order, which that order keeps getting like mixed up. So it's like, that's, yeah, that's another issue. I guess you can play. Yeah. Anyways, they end up seeing, oh my gosh, the lost city of gold. We're so happy. We're going down there. Anyways, um, in the process of going from the, them seeing it to getting down to the gate, Boots shows back up and he's been in and out the whole movie again. 
Um, and he frees all the kids. They end up getting away. And then there's like a weird moment, and I'm going to take a moment to talk about this, where, and if you look into the credits of the movie, Boots has a voice. And you haven't heard this voice all the time. Mine is, it just sounds like a boo, okay, from Aladdin. I don't know if you guys yeah. got the same vibe. Yeah, no. Um, but then, all of a sudden, she's like, Boots, I don't know what to do. And all of a sudden, Danny Trejo, <laughs> the voice of Boots, just... By the way, that was the part I was having an issue with at first. They kept cutting back to this blank face boots that was like always in the same spot. And it would start with a blink, which was obviously the same animation over and over again. It's like they just cut and spliced it all over and over and over. And it's just like, uh, uh-huh. Danny Trejo here. You have to believe in yourself, Dora. You and your friends must work together. I didn't know we got Danny Trejo for the podcast. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> so... Uh, and then all of a sudden he stops talking. You never hear his voice again, and everyone's like, "Dora, you're crazy." But you knew he was going to talk at some point. Yeah, right? yeah. They just, referenced that way early on. It was like, "There's no way they're going to pull a freaking Guardians of the Galaxy and have Vin Diesel go, I am Root multiple times." <laughs> okay, <laughs> I would have paid more for that. <laughs> yeah. Just Danny Trejo going, "I, I am Boots." boots. <laughs> I was waiting. We nailed it. I was waiting for a pause just so I could say I that, boots. That that my friends is the name of the podcast right now. I'm calling it. Timestamp it. It is the best friends discuss. I am boots. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, so they're like, okay, we're gonna find some way to get in there, get the treasure, and then we're gonna trade the treasure for Dora's parents because they weren't able to escape. Okay. So they go through a whole bunch of shenanigans. They sneak in at night. They're able to open the door with some moon puzzles. Like you actually talked about another jungle puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have a couple of these. They're like talking all these things. They're all kind of connecting and things like that. Diego finally steps up and helps out like a freaking... Uh, anyways, um, Diego, man. Diego. I was hoping a jaguar would show up for him, but it just never happened. Uh, uh, just because of how wishy-washy they were just with boots and swiper, I would yeah, say. Probably true. best they didn't. I'm still surprised they didn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm still surprised they didn't. They, yeah. Because of half the antics that happened. But, yeah, they, but they explained it away with a stuffed animal. But at that point, it's like, okay, I feel that's like fine. I feel yeah. like this Diego though would have been like, oh my god, a jaguar! Like we should run. Like he wouldn't be like, oh yeah, my gosh, that's that a jaguar! True. Like come hug me. Well, no, I thought that's what the whole moment was at first when Dora and Diego going back a little bit are like Dora's just had a moment where she realizes that she's just this weird person that's hurting other people kind of thing. And he goes, oh my gosh, what's that? And he like looks at the ground, and it looks like a paw print. And it looks small, and I wasn't like, oh my gosh, it's a jaguar. But I was like, holy crap, are they going to somehow like go, there's a jaguar around here. we got to get out of here. Gotcha. That's what I thought it was, not, oh my gosh, it's a little fox that's now Swiper, and we're going to go <laughs> follow it. That's It was the exact opposite thing. I, I was hoping it would be a jaguar. That was like the one thing I was really disappointed in. Anyways, so they, get, they go through all these things. Uh, and they're at the last puzzle, and Alejandro's like, Ha! I tricked you again! I let you solve all the problems! And it's like, this is the last riddle. What do the Incans love the most? And it's like, oh... He was like, we love gold! So he put gold on, and then it almost killed him, but didn't kill him because it's a Nickelodeon movie, so you can't kill people um, in a fire pit of lava, because that's literally what it was. Um, And then all of a sudden, a bunch of Incan people show up, and they have somehow captured Dora's parents, but no one else? Yeah. There was there was no one else. I mean, I understand that Swiper and the other guard that was guarding the door were knocked out. That's one thing, but there was two other people. Right. Uh, two other there guards. was. Uh, I would say off-screen murder. 
you're pushing the boundaries here, sir. This is a Nickelodeon movie. Well, you yeah, can push the boundaries. No, I would agree with that completely. That's, that's why it's off screen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so they got Dora's parents, and this old lady that was here previously, like saying, g- trying to guide them out of the forest. She like pulls up some crazy magic, and it's just like gold all over me. And now I'm this beautiful Incan princess queen thing, yeah. and all I speak is Incan. Uh, and she's like. Oh, you guys are thieves. We're going to get rid of you. And, she, and Dora's like, we're not treasure hunters. We're explorers. Wow. I didn't know we got Dora in, yeah. in here. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so she's like, fine, explorer. Let's uh, make the wise choice. What's the real answer? And she goes over uh, and she's like, all these cool gems and jewels. I'll just get this one basic cup. And I'm going to fill it with some water and I'm going to put it in there in the hand, which I thought it'd be kind of cool like if it took it because it had like a mouth. It was going to go. Yes. And drink it. Yeah, yeah, and drink it, and then like it would move a little bit, but no, besides just the arm movement moving it. By the way, did anybody else notice this was honestly just a weak knockoff of Indiana Jones? Yes. That's all it was. Yeah, Lo- Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. 100%. Yeah, but it was a door Nickelodeon. Knockoff. It was a Nickelodeon door knockoff <laughs> of, of Raiders Which of the Lost Ark. Which one's the true Ark. Holy Grail? I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it really was that. It really was that. Oh, then, then, no, not just that, but the forced perspective. The, you know, they're like, oh, it's just, you know, yeah, it's a jump, but, you know, we gotta we got to jump over it. And then there's the whole thing in Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark where he's like, oh, you turn it sideways. Oh, my gosh, there's the bridge. It blends in perfectly because I'm Harrison Ford. Anyways, um, <laughs> my son's a freaking replicant. Wow, um, I didn't know we had Harrison Ford in here. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> Uh, that's a David Blaine reference also, but, you know, that's that. Um, what was I saying? Oh, um, she puts water on, opens the doors. Do you see, like, a bunch of glowing uh, gold light, and everyone's able to see it. Like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. And then Swiper shows up again and steals, like, the monkey, which, by the way, he got past all those guards and in front of them took it, and all those guards with giant heavy cross bolts went, well, shit, I guess he took it. Let's let him go. Yeah. Everything's falling apart. And quote, to quote the, the Incan goddess lady, lady, she was like, the gods have been angered. And now everyone's like, ah, and everything's falling apart. So they chase yeah, Swiper. Nobody thought of shot shooting the stupid fox. Yeah, and putting it back right away. No. But they had enough time to go swiper, no swiping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it really was like that. Swiper was just too quick, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah so quick they caught up outside the temple. Yeah. Um, so now, like, the whole place is falling apart, and it's, like, stopping right at the gates. Like, oh, my gosh, everything's going to be destroyed. And Dora's like, I got this. She grabs this golden idol that Swiper took and runs back into the center. Everyone's like, no! And she puts it on this pedestal, which now, not deep in the temple, is, like, 10 steps from the front gate and everything stops and everything starts rebuilding itself with magic and the doors start closed and the vines that were covering it grow back. Yeah. The hurricane goes away. Yeah. The hurricane goes away and it looked like a time lapse. Yeah. Uh, The picture of like the sky, just like all these clouds. It was like that. It's like someone was like, Hey you PA go outside and time lapse the sky above San Diego for like the next two hours until sunset. And that's exactly what it was. Uh, so then everyone's like, oh, okay. And then they go back to, they're like, oh, what a great end of the story. And they somehow get a helicopter and fly it back to Dora's parents' house in the jungle. And the other kid's parents are there somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're like, oh my gosh, we're so happy to see you. We're absolutely not going to sue anyone over this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the people that, that arrest, that kidnapped you are conveniently lost in an Incan prison? 
Yeah, that's not questionable at yeah. all. <laughs> that doesn't seem suspicious. Yeah, and then there's like one last scene of Dora's parents like, hey, we're going to go on another trip. Do you want to come with us? You know the jungle pretty good. And she's like, I need to study the indigenous people of high school more. And then the best part of the movie. Oh the, the cringiest part the, of the, the movie? Cr- <laughs> the best oh part. my god. That's what made us look at was so cringy. Is Michael Pena and Eva whatever her face is. Just crying over the fact that their daughters are growing up. Oh, that's what's so happy. <laughs> it's great. Anyways, and cut to credits. Now it's a dance scene again back in the high school, which this is coming to my biggest continuity issue of the whole movie, which is they do this whole dance number. They're all kind of saying random things that are kind of funny but really weird at the same time. Now they, the dance eventually goes outside, and there's like a whole bunch of kids dancing, and there's like less singing, it's just dancing. And there's like... I mean, there was a whole bunch of stand-ins, but like, there's like bleachers now filled with kids waving their glow sticks around, and kids dancing around Dora waving their glow sticks around. But there's like a middle area between the bleachers and these kids in the circles just standing there, and there was just one kid with this dopey ass looking face, just going, "I don't know what I should be doing, so I'm just gonna keep looking back and forth like this, and I'm gonna have like this look of like going, I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now." But that was. I just want to point. You'll see if you watch the movie, which I hope you don't. Um, by yourself, at least. Make sure you take someone with you. It's a scary movie. Uh, where's Waldo, that guy? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, where's Waldo, that guy? At the very, very <laughs> end. He's wearing a green shirt, uh, slightly town, brownish skin, curly hair, short on the side, long on top. Okay, now you know what he looks like. Wow. Yeah, that's how much of an impact it made. Anyways, <laughs> cut to credits, uh, and then Mike leans over me and goes, man, I really hope they have a good end credit scene. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> Uh, I was like, should we leave or wait for an end credit scene? And everybody wanted out of there. Yeah. Which I was kind of disappointed. I wanted to know if there was an end credit scene. Like, uh, I bet you I bet you anything. It had something to do with uh, Alex, Alexan, Alexandrio. Uh, Alejandro? Alejandro. <sighs> it had something to do with Alejandro. Uh, again. I bet you anything. Probably. Uh, if it wasn't with Alejandro, it'd be like a, like a cute little scene with like boots uh, or something like that. I didn't think about boots. I yeah. bet you it was boots. Or it would have been like Dora's parents like calling saying, We found another thing. We need your help. For You're all kidding summer break. It would have been uh, Swiper. You're right. It might have been a Swiper. It would have been a Swiper. Moment. Yeah. Showing up in school. Yeah. For the Sea Eagles. Yeah. Say that again? The Sea Eagles. Ah. That was, that's the mascot. That was on the center of the gym floor. It was like the like South Central yeah. Sea Eagles. By the way, the only thing, like I said afterwards, that I want out of this movie is for him to explain this in the next Ant-Man movie. That's all I want. Yeah, Michael Pena explaining this. (laughs) Explaining as a fever dream. (laughs) Hey, yo, man. One time, I I had a dream where I was in the jungle, and I had a wife and a daughter, and yeah, it would have been great. Um, So that was a good recap. That was a solid recap. It was a long recap. I'm sorry. No, I I liked it. Uh, there was a couple of things I wanted to talk about though. One of them being the poop scene, uh, with the girl. And there Again, was a... women, you can poop. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um. It was it was uncomfortable for me. I would say. <laughs> Why? Because it was an underage female, or because someone was pooping? N- no, none of that. It was just how awkward they made the cringeness. Of yeah. That. Oh my god. Like, it just was like, why? What was yeah. the scene? Plus, I don't think that. Okay, again, I I wish I wish these movies were smarter for kids, and not dumb. Because I'm kind of sick and tired of the poop 
fart butt jokes kind of stuff. Like the quicksand. They the entire gang steps in quicksand and they lift their feet and it just all starts like farting. Like a like flarp. Yeah. Uh that's a really old reference, but I I mean I wanna point out that that sells to kids. I know it sells to kids, but it's just the fact that it was only one set of fart scenes and one poop reference the whole time should show the fact that Nickelodeon's more mature than some other things. They held back. Yeah. They, I mean, it was an extensive scene. Don't get me wrong. And this yes. movie had a lot of those scenes where it was like, okay, it should end. Okay, it should end. Yes. Okay, this scene should end. Uh-huh. Okay, this scene should end. Come on, finish up here. Um, which, we'll go back to the Michael Pena doing rave music for in a second. But, that was great. But... I don't know if you heard how many kids were just giggling at that. It's why they do it. It sells. And the fact they only did it one time just shows that we know it sells. Let's not do it too much. Right. And I get that. But for me... For the middle-aged... Or not the oh, middle-aged... Oh, oh, hold on. I can't explain myself. For me, when I go back and rewatch the movies I grew up on, mm-hmm. and I catch little jokes that were that were made for the adults, I appreciate those jokes more than I do... Uh, Oh, you mean you mean the boner that showed up in the Little Mermaid? No, I'm not talking about stuff like that. <laughs> I'm I'm talking about little little jokes. I can't. I don't have a good example, but I'm sure I could get one no, later. No, I, I know. I know. What but you're, yeah, there's there's definitely good like adult humor references like showing up in Aladdin and things like that. Exactly. That yeah. I'm just kind of just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's meant for the adults. Like I find it more. F- I find it funnier when like uh the. Like in Aladdin, when Apu has a sword, and they're like, "Oh, watch out! Apu, the monkey has a sword," and he goes, "You idiots! We all have swords!" And they all pull out swords and start chasing. Like it's funny moments like that where it was it was create creative enough, but it didn't involve a kind of thing. But still, so the whole poop scene it just felt awkward and unneeded, and it didn't even last long. Like Dora, Dora and Sammy left, and Dora dug a poop hole while singing a song while singing a song that was key and then left and sammy at one point i would imagine was going to the bathroom and then she did look satisfied after a few seconds so you know i'm gonna assume that she's okay yeah but afterwards arrows start shooting and they run past her and she goes she goes look the other way look the other way uh don't watch me poop or whatever and and then all of a sudden, like, arrows start flying over her, and she just pulls up her pants and leaves. Yeah, that's not hygienic. Yeah. And also, UTI also case. her pants were, like, very light blue or almost white. And I was like, there should... Nope. There's... You didn't wipe. You <laughs> did not wipe. The detail's what's making him mad. That's Dude. what it is. Dude, she better pray it was a ghost wipe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nothing needed. But, yeah. But then, also in the, like, Bollywood music uh, scene-along kind of thing at the end, she, uh, each character, like, references something, and she just goes, people watch me poop or whatever, or, or two people watch me poop. And it's just like, why did we even need to reference that part? Oh, you know, I'll take it back. They did make a couple of poop references because Diego referenced how we might have gotten diphtheria. Was it diphtheria? Yeah, no, no dysentery. 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 And then yeah. he ran to a bathroom and one of the adults and, went, he'll be fine. And then he came back super quick. Because he got quick. vaccines. Ooh. Yes. I feel like that's another yeah, podcast. He didn't even come back. Are you kidding me? That was like, <laughs> right. well, it, it was flat out the next, like, poop. It, well, yeah, he was it, there. It, it, was, it, it, it ran to the magic. bathroom. Yeah. The they used went, the uh, uh-huh. Incan princess magic and he yeah, magically and he was back in line again. Yeah. yeah. So, On the opposite side of the gym. So, and then the other 
fart scene was the quicksand that we've already referenced. Now, I specifically looked at you, or I looked at you, Scott, because you were sitting next to me, and I just had a what was happening face because eventually uh, Alexandra Alejandro 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 dipped dipped all the way down through the quicksand. That irritated me to no end. And 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 then uh, one of the characters. Randy spotted legs and they were like it's over here and they pulled him out all I was thinking was that was he was shit like he was a literal turd coming out of a butt because he was even covered in in sand he was covered the most I know but they literally had to pull him out from underneath and I just was like what is happening uh you know to be honest that part irritated more, me more, less because of it looked more like poop, and more because it's like, how quicksand doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. I understand it's a kids movie, but quicksand doesn't just sit over a solid piece of ground that somehow he has broken through with his legs, but it's all staying up. And when they pull him out, a whole bunch comes down. But yeah, not physics all, don't work. That but way. not a lot, just yeah. like a little bit that might have been under his armpits. Like, yeah, like physics mi- don't work that way. It was almost as if the props department had a rubber thing around him that had some of it. So when he came down, it pulled some out with him. Or maybe the quicksand clenched it off. You're going really hard for that poop, man. I'm just saying you're worse than Nickelodeon. I'm just saying it was unnecessary. The quicksand was a was a nice touch, but it, it was like in. Indiana Jones 4 where they throw him a snake. It, no, it would have been better if like he had stopped sinking because like he had touched his feet that, down. That would have been was better. Just, like, and he was like right here. They had the whole scorpion scene and then they had to like throw something in his mouth for him to pull out with his teeth. Or, or freaking been Dora pulls out her poop shovel and starts digging out the quicksand. Any option would have been better than, than what Zero it was. Zero stakes issue of him just going right through it. Yeah. Um, and then... What was that? Followed by the Incan woman that shows up right there, who's been listening to them scream the whole time. <laughs> and then and then Alejandro's just like they're crying. Crying. Man <laughs> crying. Yeah, no, that wasn't man crying. Man crying is a lot more hearty. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a man cried while holding my brand new baby child coming out of my wife's womb, which I pulled out, by the way. Wow. I That's didn't a know story that. for another day. Congrats. But um but the point is, is like that was just like a, a a man who's been broken down, and it was just it got, it was one of those scenes that went on a little too long. It yes. was like this is funny, this is kind of funny, and then one of the kids was like, oh, "What do you do when an adult looks? When an adult cries, I, I, I just don't look, just don't look." And it's like, okay, end the scene. Yeah, the problem is they did that for one reason, one reason only, and that was for any of the kids that were too young to realize that he was the bad guy for them to literally tell you he was the bad guy. Yeah. That was yeah. the whole purpose of that yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, he starts saying, I'm a bad guy. Yeah. He says that like six times. I'm like, yeah. They, they're either going to like self-right, just turn him around. He's like, oh, I was the bad guy. I was supposed to spy on you guys, but now I'll help you guys out. And then he'd have like some other moral conundrum down the road. But no, they just used it to tell the super young kids that he was the bad guy. Yeah. That's pretty much all it was. It was really bad writing for, for, for some foreshadowing. So. For, yeah, for four white guys, it was really bad writing. Yes. Um. Yeah, and... Just blame your race. It's fine. Everybody else does. (laughs) (laughs) So. So. So a couple. I had quite a bit of problems. But 
Uh, real quick, Brad, did you did you learn anything from this movie? Did you learn any Spanish or anything? Uh, hola. Very good. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank um, you. Uh, Scott. Don't ask me that Scott, question. Scott, did you enjoy the movie? <laughs> <laughs> but I kick you in your nuts. Uh, I wish there was actually more Spanish in there. Um, but there, you know, there was one good scene that I think a lot of kids should take to heart. There's literally a moment where they're in the box, um, that they're being smuggled in and Diego turns to Dora and goes, uh, pretty much is like, what's going, what do you think is going on? But this is happening in Spanish and there's subtitles going on. It's like, what do you think is going on? Uh, and Dora talks back to him in Spanish and then Randy, the white boy goes, why did I take Mandarin? I can't even understand what they're saying. By the way, that was the best part of the movie. (laughs) Wow. That was that was a good part. Yeah, I like so that. kids at home, if you're listening to this again, turn it off, but take Spanish. It's way more. There's more people that speak Spanish in the world than any other language. Sorry, Mandarin. You're gonna. It's just there's more. There's more profitability in Central and South America. That was your adult joke right there. Yeah, yeah, and see, yeah. that's yeah. the comedy I want. Yeah, that was clever and funny. Yeah, not yeah. not. I, it's just a problem for me. You know what? Maybe maybe one of these days I'll write a kid. I was movie. actually surprised they didn't have more. Poop Spanish in, for, in it. Oh, we have more Spanish. Yeah, yeah. more poop. I was expecting a lot more Spanish. In <laughs> yeah, I was. It, to be I was expecting for it to be like, maybe not like a quarter, but like less than a quarter. Maybe like there'd be like twenty percent Spanish involved yeah. in there, like more interactions between Dora and her parents, but or at least with her, uh, with her abuela, which she shows up when she's in the city, the city, um, <laughs> <laughs> which great call out back to the abuela. They did great casting of the abuela from the show. Oh yeah, I remember. Love my abuela. Anyways, uh, both of mine are dead. Anyways. So, <laughs> so real quick, while watching this movie, I was hoping that it would turn suddenly from this, like, GPG kind of movie to a hard, like, PG-13 to a rated R. I, I was putting in so many scenes that I was hoping this would happen to. Honestly, this movie made me think of what we talked about of doing possibly, like, a... a like a don't cross the streams thing. Yes. Like I want Dora to go with uh, Laura Croft. Yeah, that would be cool. Like flat out, just turn her, her like Nathan Drake yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, I just I was putting in so many like a rated end game of Dora the Explorer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I that, would. But that game needs to be fifty percent Spanish because that's where all the maturity comes from. Anyways. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. Amazing. Um. But yeah, with, I was with putting no subtitles. I was putting in a lot of scenes that I was like. This like this movie would shock me and probably be the best movie I've ever seen if they added certain scenes into there that would just be out of nowhere. Honestly, like uh, like one of the darker ones was uh, after Diego was like, "You're an embarrassment," and she went home crying. Uh, and you walked in, and she was slitting her wrists. No, <laughs> no, but close. Uh, the grandma comes in and she looks at the closet that it, the light is on and the door is kind of open, and I. And I thought I saw something swinging in there. I thought Dora hanged herself. I thought that would have been just like a whole like mind fuck. Like I would have been like, damn, like, oh, this got real. I thought you were going to say like masturbating because or something. But you went for hanging. Which was he went a completely different way than you did. Yeah, he did. But uh, real quick, uh, Diego, before that scene, mm-hmm. uh, Diego was talking to Dora about how the jungle was easier than city life and high school and i was just like that's a weird like uh that's called perspectives um not yeah i'm not trying to uh get all holier than thou than than you but so one thing 
Uh, and maybe I can explain a little bit better. So one thing that I experienced a lot when I was growing up is because my dad is from Guatemala, we spent probably every summer for like the first 12 years of my life going down there for a couple weeks to two months uh, during the summertime, which was really great. Um, I think personally it opened my eyes, the difference between how people view life here versus how people view life there mm-hmm. and how people down there view life up here. Right. Um, not saying that I'm better than anyone else, but I do feel like I have a good perspective on how that goes. So. Right. When she makes comments like that, or when Diego makes comments backwards, I can understand it a little bit better because there, there is certain things where when you grow up in a certain sort of circumstance and you're used to it and you don't know anything else, of course the other circumstance is going to be difficult or hard to accept right. at first. Where Diego, the reason why it wasn't as hard for Diego is because he's had 10 years uh, of living in the city. <laughs> understanding how life works up there even though he was just as fun and just as energetic as as dora as was seen in their like flashback when they were super young so i mean yeah i think she has like all the rights to say that because that's all she's never known for 16 years mm-hmm. she was homeschooled by two professors as she kept saying multiple times to other kids in the school and she, yeah she had her cousin there until she was at six or seven and then he disappeared and then it's just like well yeah, I mean, the, for some people, dealing with other human beings, like, I, I have that issue. Human beings suck, uh, and sometimes dealing with them is, like, the worst part of my day. Mm-hmm. So, I would rather be at home by myself doing nothing. <laughs> so Yeah. Overall, no, I don't want to go there. Should we rate it? Four out of ten. Wow. Uh, hold, hold on. on. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. <laughs> we have... We can't use the exact same rating system we did last time. No. Because that's mm. not going to work. Red Apple's too... Uh, Feet. Feet aren't going to work. But uh, what about uh, maps to swipers? Uh, okay. I was thinking boots to swipers, but okay. So, so... I, I, I wouldn't want to solely Danny Trejo's name that way. So, yeah. Danny, Danny Trejo's... <laughs> he did that himself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so maps being good, swiper being bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, would, I would say I would give it a five maps to two swipers where it was good enough to keep me at least entertained with some of the jokes and and the stuff i wanted from it like i wanted dora to sing the songs that she says also the uh she had a really funny part where she when she was little she looked at the camera and she goes can you say delicioso we're gonna let that hang (laughs) did i say right delicioso delicioso (laughs) delicioso that's all right. Have him say king. He can't say that either. So. <laughs> I've been practicing. Okay, okay, ready? With me? Deli. Oh, deli. 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 Meat. Sioso. Delicioso. Delicioso. <laughs> Delicioso. I feel like I'm trying to teach my six-year-old son, who still struggles with speaking English, how to speak Spanish. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. So, Scott, what are you, you going to rate it? I'll give it four swipers for swiping my life away. Um, <clears throat> definitely to the left. Uh, is that the right way? I don't know. I didn't use Twitter. I never used Tinder. Uh, to the, no. You were more a grinder left. guy? To the left. Yeah, I was definitely a grinder guy. Um, I used a mask and I was a bomb. He's married to your sister. Yeah, I hope I know. you know. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you could leave that in. <laughs> Unless it makes you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Not much makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, anyways, uh, that's why you're on Grinder too. I found you too. So, <laughs> uh, category was 
anyone um, <laughs> to three maps because there was there was good parts. I mean, I would watch it again um, with my kids if they put it on, um, but I wouldn't sit down and try to pay attention to it. Um, it's definitely one of those things that I would put in the background to amuse children because it would amuse children. So. Yeah, and I could stand listening to it. It's not like chugging tin, chugging tin, chugga 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 chugging tin. Scott, Scott, you're not with your kids right now. You can, you can calm yourself. You're good. You're good, man. You know that scene in Saving Private Ryan when they hit Omaha Beach? Yes. And it's just like shell shocked. That's what happens. Yeah, I know. Every time that song comes on. That's why it's I just had like to... I'm looking on the ground for my arm. Where'd it go? Is, is I, that my arm? Look, I had to shake you awake. I'm just... <laughs> yes. All right, Brad. What what would you rate this amazing movie? Three maps. Seven swipers. Wow. The cringe was too high for me. I there was some good moments of like, you know, like the whole Mandarin thing that was yeah. it was it was good and there was nice funny moments. But all in all, I was cringing ninety percent of this movie with just what they were saying, what they were doing. Hell, the first time you saw Swiper, I'm like, really? Yeah. Like I could understand at the beginning where it was like a made up freaking thing, but then all of a sudden you have basically a cartoon fox walking around with a mask. It, like, they couldn't have even used, like, a, a, him having a pet freaking like, fox. fox you, you, that, just, you just jogged my memory real quick. Because there's literally a moment where Sammy goes, why is that fox wearing a mask? It's not like we would recognize him out of any other fox. Yeah. It's so, just, there was so much cringe for this movie. I No, I couldn't even. If my kids want to watch this again... They're going to go to their rooms to watch it. Like, I won't even have it out in the living room. Yeah. It's it's well, that bad for me. You're so. a stronger father than I am. So. <laughs> for me, it's a bad one. Okay. But for the audience, would you say go see it with kids? Like, take. I mean, take your kids there. They're going to like it. But in general, oh, no. Put it on for your kids and walk away. Yeah. that's yeah. It's more of a red box. Let them watch it while you go out and mow your grass. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. I think that was a solid review. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us. Scott, thank you for joining me. I, I was going for the, like, the high five. I know. I, I, I kind of messed went, that up. You went like awkward white boy, like, I'll shake your hand. Well, I put my <laughs> hand in the air to come down for a high five, but then I was like, no, I should shake your hand. And that just it, it, it didn't work. It's, uh, it's okay, man. Diversify. Yeah, no, hey, <laughs> hey, man. You know, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> We're going to bow next. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, Aww. that was pushing the boundaries of racism. That, that part's getting cut. But anyway, thank you, Scott, for coming on to our podcast. Hope you can come back. I freaking love having you on and uh, freaking talking to you. Um, for you awesome people out there, if you never hear my voice again, it is because uh, just reasons. You know, being Hispanic has its costs. Yeah, it's a it's a tough world out there for brown people these days. So hey, I hope to hear. I hope to talk to you guys again. Um, if that doesn't happen, you know. Uh, stay white. <laughs>